am back, ladies and gentlemen, episode three. Wow, time does fly. As promised, I will do these episodes interchangeably uh, between interviews and deep thoughts on life, leadership, and business. Last month's interview was with Ed Morey, uh, Vice President of uh, Professional Services at Aurora. It was very well received. Thank you to all of you who commented and gave me feedback. Please do keep that coming. This is what keeps me motivated. Your feedback obviously will help improve this podcast and make it bigger and better on my journey to claim and fame. I'm just kidding. And since we're alternating, this month's episode will fall in the category of deep thoughts, questions that I am often asked that caused me to think, hmm, that, that takes some serious thought to answer. At Aurora, we do a daily huddle for our team and between the you know the 15 to 20 members of the team from from uh, here from all over the world it takes about 15 minutes it's a stand up meeting uh, normally the question is uh, usually a one or two word answer and it goes round 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 in the team it's done pretty quickly it's referred to as our morning huddle it also helps us to connect with the team to check in on our work uh, check in on our coworkers, and it's a fun part of our culture. While on Mondays and Wednesdays, the huddle question is normally related to work, Tuesdays and Thursdays is a free-for-all. This is where team members come up with some interesting questions like, you know, what are some of the items on your bucket list? Or the very typical, if you had a superpower that you could pick, what would it be? On one such huddle, I was asked, what's my one key most important characteristic that I would choose, whether it was for leadership or coworkers, and that, that caused some introspection? There are the easy ones, right? Hard work, staying organized, being a team player. However, what would be that one most important characteristic for me that I would look in for employees, coworkers, managers, and leaders. If I was looking for this one characteristic and I was on an island and had to pick one, I think there's no doubt in my mind it would be communication. Now, each person would be different. For me, I'm pretty sure this has something to do with my DISC score. Um, you know, the personality test desk to refer to refresh your memories it's uh, spelled d-i-s-c it's an acronym for dominance influence compliance and steadiness um, and it divides people on a matrix based on whether they're task oriented or people oriented um, if they are uh, extroverts or introverts so the extrovert people oriented person is more uh, an influencer the extrovert task oriented is high on dominance, etc. etc. Do look it up. 
uh, I uh, scored high on dominance and influence factors, which means I'm outgoing, I'm more task-oriented, and somewhat people-oriented. This is probably why I rate communication so highly with friends, family, co-workers, people in general. Communication is a much bandied about word. There's no doubt about that. Every manager is quick to share uh, his favorite word version. I'm sure you've, you've heard many a thought in communication. And the one famous one is that it's only complete when the recipient provides feedback. And I think back longingly at, at the hours of my life that I have lost doing communication exercises where we would have the listener repeat back what they've heard. And uh, there's no doubt that there are a few flaws in this paragon. Lecturers, public speakers, and oh my gosh, priests too on Sunday morning uh, service will sometimes drone on endlessly, hoping on a wing and a prayer, pardon the pun, that their endeavors are successful with little or no recipient feedback, I guess. It would also be interesting to survey listeners independently to figure out, you know, what do they think they heard? And we'll be amazed at how often these responses from members of the same audience are diametrically opposite. So moving on, I think I've made my point that there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to effectively delivering the message. Actually, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all for anything for that matter. And this world would be a much better place if the sooner we realize that, right? We've got various factions trying to push and peddle various things. Uh, there is really, ladies and gentlemen, no one-size-fits-all when it comes to religion, politics, food. Uh, speaking of food, one of my favorite topics, don't get me started. Malcolm Gladwell has an interesting TED Talk on ragu. Yes, ragu, the, the pasta sauce, and how they changed their strategy into a major success once they figured out that it wasn't about one sauce or one size fits all. And they've got a thin and a medium and a chunky version too, um, driving serious success for the company. This is what made me look a little deeper at communication. So when it comes to communication, there is the one delivering the message and there is the listener. When communicating, I think it is important to follow that old adage, know thy audience. When we communicate, the dimension often ignored is the type of listener we're addressing. And this is where I come back to DISC, D-I-S-C. By the way, if you're interested in DISC, you must listen to Dr. Larry Little's Making a Difference and take the test. So it's a great book called Making a Difference, written by Dr. Larry Little. Uh, do email me again, find me, and I will send you the test. Um, and do get a copy of the book if you can. Dr. Larry Little founded the Eagle Center for Leadership and breaks people up into lions, camels, monkeys, and turtles. Now, this is basically DISC. Um, the, the components are common. They're extroverts and introverts, and they're a task-oriented and people-oriented uh, people. And uh, what Dr. Larry Little does, does is 
by breaking people into lions, camels, monkeys, and turtles, uh, the high dominant, uh, the high Ds, the high dominant scorers of the leading lions, and the high influencers of the much loved monkeys, the high compliance scorers are the competent camels, and the steady ones are the tranquil turtles. This was so cool and so easy to remember that we did implement it at Aurora with much success. So much so that, you know, probably about 10 or 15 years after having done this, we often refer to people as lions and camels. Now, how does this relate to communication, you ask? Okay, so a dominant person, a leading lion is direct, competitive, result-oriented, and when it comes to communication, loves bullet points. Take it from me. I know this one personally. The competent camel, on the other hand, ladies and gentlemen, is accurate, cautious, loves to be prepared with details. So imagine sending a long multiple paragraph email justifying a request for a budget to a leading line who just wants a summary, who wants bullet points. Or worse still, sending a bulleted email to your high C compliance CFO. That was me a decade back. A line myself, I would bullet Austria's sales strategy for, the, for our sales director, always wondering why it was so hard to get his buy-in. Now, when we actually administered the test to all our coworkers at Aurora, we did figure out that he was a high C and wanted the details. Once I read the book, this literally changed my communication strategy overnight. The results were immediate. I even got a compliment. He said, Philip, I have no idea what changed, but I understand better where you're coming from. Imagine that. The proof of the pudding was around the same time, and this is one of my favorite stories, that our firstborn was 13, and it was difficult to get a word out of Edward. This fell somewhere in, in between being cool, uh, but I was pretty sure that it had nothing to do with his teenage years. Uh, call it parents' intuition. We all took the test as a family, and Edward knocks the turtle score out of the park high on steadiness somewhere about somewhere to like 13 and here i was coming back every evening from a long day at work in my lion garb asking him how he did on his tests and how his grades were the book suggests do not tap a turtle on its shell or it'll withdraw no kidding rather rub its belly first now I took that to heart, and uh, Edward's passion has always been and still is so many years later basketball. So I gravitated towards conversations about Kobe and basketball before then asking him about his tests and grades, and the results were dramatic. I feel really strongly about communication uh, and being a vital part of, of uh, leadership, a strong leadership characteristic. So strongly, in fact, that I feel about this, that I think we could achieve world peace if we all invested time in communicating better. Communication provides clarity, builds trust. When leaders do not communicate, the team 
for sure will fill the gap for themselves. And I know from experience that the picture we paint in our heads when there is no clarity and no communication is usually a lot worse than what the facts really are. At Aurora, I am lucky to have a petri dish, well, more a united nations of peoples, personalities, and communication styles. And obviously, over the years, our managers have learned from their experiences and built a mental library, so to speak. We have the Aurora morning huddle every day that I talked about, Dr. Larry Little's making a difference test that our employees take. And, you know, that we hang little banners outside each of our offices to remind us which animal personality we are. And the DISC assessments all go towards helping us improve our communication. In our world, it is especially vital that given the complexities and the unknowns of cybersecurity, that we have clear analysis for our customers, vendors, and all involved. This is mission critical. I'm hoping this conversation helped. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk About Secure IT. In upcoming episodes, I will continue the cybersecurity discussion with customers, vendors, end users, and employees, providing you insight and knowledge from their experiences. Make sure to follow this podcast for free on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever podcasts are hosted. Please do direct message me on LinkedIn or Twitter with feedback, questions, and comments. Thanks again, and I will be back next month.